When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Welcome back to the Turn the Just Podcast. I'm your host, Will Parkinson, at WillPod11 on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Just me today, solo pod. We'll have some uh, some special guests, Robert Mays, Dan Orlovsky, Ryan Clark, Marcus Spears. Um, the list goes on and on. Uh, Damian Woody will be coming up at some point during the season. Joe Caparoso will be joining me next week. Um, Connor Rogers always will, you know, you know, hop on during the season as well, a bunch of the TOJ members. So a lot of exciting stuff. We've got some... Um, you know, really people like Benjamin Albrecht coming on, um, Doug Kai from the Patriots, uh, you know, former Patriots beat now PFF. So a lot of different in-game previews during the season, but just me today, 53-man cutdown is officially over. Um, you know, the Jets have now got their initial roster set. It will change a bit, um, you know, tomorrow at four o'clock um, for those of you listening to the podcast tonight. Um, you know, the roster may look a little bit different. The big news of the day from a Jets perspective um, the one big transaction that I think, you know, Chris Hernan is a guy that's been kind of a polarizing part of the fan base, um, you know, in a sense that he he just has never really seemed to be able to get it going again. Uh, he had a little bit of a stretch at the end of last year that people were pretty impressed with, um, but had a really bad start to the season. The suspension was hurt a lot of 2020, you know, 2019 up and down, uh, or 2019, sorry, was hurt, and, you know, the suspension, stuff like that. So um, I will say, the fact that Joe Douglas was able to trade him to the Vikings, you know, he was a guy that, you know, maybe he wasn't going to make the roster. I'm not really sure, you know, too much on that. We'll have to find out a little bit more, but to get a fourth rounder for, you know, him from Minnesota, who's struggling with Irv Smith out. And then, you know, they trade her in a six. The Jets had a plethora of six round picks um, this year. A lot of late round picks they picked up and trading back and things like that. To get a fourth round pick, which is a pretty premium pick. They got Michael Carter with that pick, obviously um, in, in 2021, the 2021 draft. So, you know, Chris Herndon no longer on the roster. Um, he's still on the 53-man roster for those looking at it tonight. That trade will be made official, and then the Jets will, you know, look to most likely make a move. They've only got two tight ends left on the roster, one of them being Travis Wesco, who's, you know, more of a more of a fullback, obviously. They kept the seven receivers, which, um, you know, I thought I pretty much, you know, humbly think I nailed pretty much everybody on the, uh, everybody on the 53-man. The only guys, you know, a little bit surprising. Um, I had Vincent Smith. You know, when I did my prediction, making the roster, he ended up, you know, getting banged up in practice. Jeff Smith, 
um, you know, with some of that versatility. And honestly, it's kind of their emergency quarterback if needed. Um, you know, sticks on the roster, Barrios, Mims, Cole Crowder, Moore, and Davis. So, you know, really strong receiver room. I expect them to bring some of those guys, maybe a Lawrence Cager or Vincent Smith back on the practice squad. Obviously, you can have, I believe, uh, either four or six veterans uh, on the practice squad out of 16 and two get called up for game day. So, you know, take a look there. Michael Piron makes the roster. He's a guy who had a nice camp. Specifically in practice, games didn't flash quite as much. There were some clamoring for Josh Adams to make the roster. Didn't really seem realistic, in my opinion. I thought it was always going to be Piron just because the draft pick they spent on him, his special teams ability, uh, as well as his pass blocking and short yardage. Wilson and then Mike White, um, you know, is the is the QB two for the Jets at the moment. That again could change. Uh, Brian Horowitz released here, you know, a couple of minutes ago. Um, he likely will stick with the Patriots, um, but you know, if he does not, he's a guy the Jets worked out in the offseason, so that could be a potential name there. Nick Foles has been floated a bunch. Um, you know, I, I'm not really sure why the the Nick Mullen stuff got floated again. The Jets had a million opportunities to sign him in the offseason, did not do so. Um, you know, and, and there's usually a reason for that. So, um, you know, I, I would I would say that the Jets will be, you know, most likely rolling with Mike White and they'll, you know, retain James Morgan, who, you know, that pick looks worse and worse, um, you know, today than it ever has. They're, you know, 18 months removed from that draft and they've already had to cut bait. He'd probably be retained as a practice squad guy, you know, potentially called up on game days to have a third emergency quarterback, but you know, obviously, you know, Mike White was he's definitely a better, you know, better player throughout camp and everything I saw in person. I was more impressed with the velocity and the, you know, you know, quite frankly, just the ability on Mike White um, in practice. But at the end of the day, you know, neither options that you'd, you'd like to see the Jets really have, you know, on game days. Some other things that stand out, Shuma Doga makes the roster. He's a guy that, you know, potentially could be, you know, on the IR. Um, you know, Connor McDermott is kind of that swing tackle along with George Fant. He, he'll be the kind of backup guard. Um, you know, I know there's a lot of clamoring. I've said before, you know, if Dan Feeney didn't have that 3.5 million guaranteed, probably would not be sticking on the roster. But unfortunately, the Jets were not going to just eat three and a half million dollars for a guy that is probably, unfortunately, their best backup interior offensive lineman. Uh, defensive line wise, you know, Nathan Shepard sticks again. Um, Kyle Phillips will be on the pup list. Jonathan Marshall, really awesome for him uh, making the roster. He's a guy that um, you know, it's really, it's nice to be able to see him, uh, you know, nice to be able to see him, you know, stick on the roster at a really nice couple of games and, you know, gives that interior presence. Uh, Franklin Myers, Fatu Kasi, Quinnen, Sheldon Rankins, Bryce Huff, uh, Carl, I mean, uh, Shaq Lawson obviously was the other one, you know, we didn't hit the Jets made a move, um, to get, you know, traded a six round pick they got, um, you know, from San Francisco. Um, Shaq Lawson's a, a player that, you know, has flashed a little bit throughout his career. He's a nice depth addition. Um, we'll be able to fill in fine. Struggled a lot in Houston um, after that trade. Uh, you know, he's, he's been in Buffalo, has been in Miami, he's former first-round pick, only 26 years old. He's got 20-and-a-half career sacks. But a guy that, um, you know, I wouldn't ex overly expect too much. I'd expect in the four- to six-sack range. Um, he's an he's a okay player. Um, he's somebody that, you know, can help and add depth, especially in that Vinnie Curry role with him being out for the season. But I wouldn't expect uh, him to, you know, replace the other loss in, on the Jets roster and Carl. But linebacker perspective, kind of straightforward. Uh, once Jared Davis gets placed on IR, um, you know, and, you know, miss, we'll miss that first six weeks. They will probably retain Noah Dawkins, I, I assume. Um, you know, here shortly, Blake Cash makes the roster. Thompson Asriel, Dean, Jamie and Sherwood, CJ Mosley. 
Um, like I said, Noah Dawkins probably gets brought back, you know, after that waivers tomorrow. The Jets only keep three safeties. Ashton Davis activated from the pup list, which is great news for Jets fans. It's something that is obviously, you know, imperative that Ashton Davis, who's a, a guy that took a premium pick on, flashed the points last year. His eyes were a little bit slower, you know, as a rookie, but, you know, should be able to flourish in this Robert Sala defense. Marcus Mayle, Marcus Joyner, obviously. And then from a corner perspective, again, I think pretty straightforward. Um, Hardy's, you know, that special teams ace, Gidry in the slot, Michael Carter in the slot, um, you know, Eccles, Pinnock, Isaiah Dunn, uh, Hall, and Austin outside. Uh, so, you know, we'll see what happens there. The Jets, again, they keep seven receivers, um, which is which is awesome to see. They only keep two real true tight ends. That could that will change. Again, there's four roster spots between guys that will be placed on IR in the pup list, um, as well as the Chris Hernan moves that just got announced, you know, officially by the Jets, you know, about 10 seconds ago as we're recording. So, you know, I expect that to change names at tight end. I would look for Zach Ertz is one. Um, he's a guy that obviously has connections to Joe Douglas from his days in Philly. Uh, he's a guy that still, you know, he has more career, uh, more career reception. I mean, more receptions in 2019 than uh, Chris Hernan had his whole career. So he's a guy that I think could really, you know, really flourish here. He gives Zach, you know, Zach Wilson security blanket. Hayden Hurst is another name. Both these guys have played in either similar systems or, um, you know, done similar roles. So, you know, I, I would definitely expect that they, you know, could be a good fit. Um, you know, again, Josh Adams, maybe got it lands back in the practice squad, James Morgan as well. Uh, from an offensive line perspective, you know, look for them to be active on any guards that pop on the market. Uh, from waiver perspective, and they're always going to be looking for edge rushers and corners. Robert Sala seems pretty set. Um, you know, from a corner perspective, I'm going with rolling with these young guys, which is which is totally admirable. Um, but at the end of the day, obviously, it's going to be the ups and downs are going to certainly be there. And, you know, the Jets are going to have to kind of roll through, uh, you know, roll through that way. Obviously, unfortunately, you know, it is what it is. You like to see hopefully some development out of Pinnock, Eccles, Michael Carter, the second Isaiah Dunn, Isaiah Dunn, you know, making the roster as an undrafted guy. Um, which is awesome for him. And he's a guy that got a lot of buzz in OTAs, um, had better practices than in-game performances. So, you know, we'll see how that all kind of translates. But, um, yeah, 53, man, this is the initial one that just kind of came out today. At that 4 o'clock deadline, again, Chris Herndon traded for a fourth-round pick. Chris Herndon and a sixth-rounder to Minnesota for a four um, in 2022. And then, um, you know, Shaq Lawson obviously coming in. Is the other uh, the other name get traded for a sixth-rounder? And then... You look, you know, there'll be some other names kind of coming on here. The Jets have the second, um, you know, second waiver claim spot, and that will be, you know, they can claim as many guys as they want. I would expect them to be active there. They don't, you know, until week four, the Jets will have that second waiver claim spot. So expect Joe Douglas to be active. If he claims four guys and the Jaguars don't, um, the Jets will end up with all four guys. So there's a lot of guys that will get passed through waivers here. And, you know, anyone under four years in the NFL will be active on that waiver claim list. Um, after that, you know, they become outright free agents. So just a, just a couple of names, you know, like I said, to keep in mind there from a tight end perspective, I would expect them to probably make a move there. Again, they'll always be active in corner, uh, safety as well. Um, you know, again, linebacker, once Davis gets placed on IR, then I expect the Jets to probably bring back Noah Dawkins. Um, Ronald Blair will probably get brought back once, um, you know, if anyone, you know, gets placed on IR, like Jabari Zuniga, for example. So, um, those are just some names, like I said, to, uh, you know, you know, to keep an eye on. So, um, 
yeah, we'll get we'll get into a little bit of just kind of like the preview, um, a little bit of the offensive room. Uh, and then we'll, uh, you know, we'll kind of start, you know, working our way towards season previews, you know, about uh, 10 or 11 days out. With the NFL coming back in, uh, you know, week one quickly approaching, winning season returns at mybookie.ag, and it's time for you to get on the action. First-time players can get started doubling your first deposit, giving you the firepower to add excitement to the games you love. College football odds boost, NFL locks of the season, and over $500,000 in contest prizes live on site to make the winning, this winning season your best ever with MyBookie. With a historic 18-week schedule offering more action than ever before, you need a sportsbook casino that's reliable and will, you'll never find in a better place than MyBookie. I know you're going to bet this season and you should do the smart thing. Sign up with MyBookie and use the promo code TOJ at your first deposit match dollar for dollar. That's extra money credited to you and your account instantly for just using the promo code TOJ and making your first deposit. Bet anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. You know, guys, very exciting. Want to make sure you're, uh, you know, with, you know, the NFL season returning, make sure you are using my bookie using code TOJ. Now let's get into, uh, let's get into a little bit of the Jets wide receiver room. Um, you know, it's a room that I, I feel really confident about. I, I think that it's, it's really difficult to not get excited. Um, you know, it, uh, it, it's, it's a room like you got guys like Elijah Moore obviously have stood out tremendously. Um, you know, and I would just be really excited about him. Um, first thing I wanted to kind of, you know, get into as we start to preview week one from, with, you know, from Carolina perspective is just the Jets matchup, um, you know, from an offensive, you know, offensive perspective versus the Carolina defense. Carolina defense has got guys like J.C. Horn, Brian Burns, obviously, and, um, you know, I believe the Jets should be able to score points, you know, in this game, you know, we'll get into more depth, you know, as things kind of roll on here, but, you know, with the names like Elijah Moore name, you know, playing his first snaps, you'll have Elijah Vera Tucker back. Mekhi Beckton would be fine back from his concussion. Denzel Mims back from a hit pointer. The Jets should be able to put up points and should be able to run that outside zone. Should be able to maul people on that left side. Well, they'd be growing pains and, and could Brian Burns cause some problems against the Mekhi Beckton or, Morgan Moses or George Fant, absolutely. But I, I really firmly believe with the scheme and game planning, um, you'll be able to see Zach Wilson on the move. You'll be able to get him in space, and then they'll get the playmakers, you know, out in a space and they'll put up some points. And do I think the defense, you know, could struggle a bit? You know, whatever your opinion of Sam Darnold is, positively or negatively, that you know the Panthers have a lot of skill guys. McCaffrey, um, luckily the Jets defend the run really well, and they kind of historically have. Their presence, you know, on this team is very much, you know, through the middle in terms of Sheldon Rankins, Quinton Williams, C.J. Mosley, Marcus Mays of the world. Um, you know, Sam Darnold loves to kind of attack the middle of the field as opposed to outside the numbers, which could benefit the Jets, you know, overall, especially from a corner perspective. So, you know, those are just some matchups to kind of keep an eye on. Um, we'll get into more depth uh, this week and next week, kind of a, a season preview type uh, type scenario. We'll go through kind of each position group. Um, you know, I'll talk a little bit about the receiver room right now. I'm really excited about this Jets receiver room. It's probably the first time in a long time. Um, I feel like I feel really confident that even if one guy gets hurt, the Jets still have depth there and still have pieces that could, you know, really, you know, really do some damage. Not only do you have guys like Corey Davis, who I think should be a thousand yard receiver this year, Zach Wilson and him have clearly built the chemistry. Corey Davis, you know, if he plays 16 games last year and doesn't miss a game, he probably gets to that thousand yard mark. And he's looking more like the guy that was that first round pick 
um, in the last 18 months than he, you know, kind of has. He started off a little bit slow in his NFL career, but he's definitely on an upward trajectory. You look at Elijah Moore, who I think will probably be either first or second, you know, probably more like the second in targets for this team. The explosiveness, we've seen it all camp. Um, obviously, the injuries, you know, it was a shame that we didn't get to see him in a lot of these joint practices, but you kind of see, you know, when you watch him in person, you just see that special ability. You go to a guy like Jameson Crowder, who, you know, obviously wasn't featured much in the preseason, but I, I actually think could play a big role on this team and, you know, provide that security blanket, whether they do make a move on a tight end or not. Although, obviously, like I said, I, I expect them to do so. Um, I would be very surprised if you don't get, um, you know, 50 to 60 catches out of Jameson Crowder of just, you know, yak, first down, you know, third and five, Jameson Crowder on a choice route over the middle, things like that. Then you kind of keep moving along. Keelan Cole, obviously a lot of ability to kind of do a lot of different things, line up inside, outside. He's a guy that provides really great depth. He's good, you know, good in the receiver room from a character and leadership perspective. Is he going to wow you every day? No, but is he a guy that's important to be on this team and, you know, wide receiver four, wide receiver five role? Absolutely. And I think it's something that's, you know, Keelan Cole is probably the Jets' best receiver last year. Um, that's the Jameson Crowder. So, you know, that's that just shows you. And then you look at, you know, a guy like Denzel Mims who started to put things together a little bit, can't progress. Is he going to need to continue to improve and stay healthy and earn the coach's trust? Absolutely. But he's going to have a role on this team, at, uh, you know, 100%. And, if Denzel Mims is your wide receiver five, you're in a much better position than, uh, you know, you were 12 months ago, 24 months ago. Then you even move, you know, along the line, Braxton Berrios, Jeff Smith. Those are guys who were had to be heavy contributors, basically starters last year, um, you know, on top of Rashad Perryman, who's already been cut from the Lions, and Chris Hogan, who's, you know, back, you know, gone back to play professional lacrosse and then come back. So a lot of different variables there, but those are guys that are, again, great depth pieces inside and outside. It's, you know, nice to have seven receivers on the roster. The Jets, you know, prioritizing keeping receivers and running backs over keeping tight ends is, you know, as a guy, I played receiver and tight end, but it, it's exciting that, you know, they're going to go out and you know, try to score points. And um, again, this receiver room, you know, is going to look a lot different at the end of the year and how your kind of expectations are of them. If Elijah Moore takes the steps we all think he can, you're going to be, you know, very impressed. If Denzel Mims takes that step that everyone's kind of hoping for, again, very exciting. You know, if they both struggle, which I don't, you know, envision, but and then we look a little bit differently. But again, this receiver room should be able to put up points. They should be able to win their one-on-one -on -one matchups, open up the run game and vice versa. That outside zone should be able to really free up um, some play action and boot stuff. They get Zach Wilson to move. So again, we'll, uh, you know, 53-man roster initially is set. Expect some more moves there. Um, Shaq Lawson, you know, gets added to that edge, you know, that edge position. Um, to kind of go in with John Franklin Myers, Bryce Huff, um, you know, Ronald Blair might be a guy that gets brought back after, you know, these IR kind of um, moves get made. Chris Herndon to Minnesota. The Jets trade him in a six-rounder for a uh, fourth-rounder in 2022 from Minnesota. Again, Joe Douglas just doing what he does best, negotiating trades with absolutely zero leverage and somehow getting um, more value than people expect. I expected probably a conditional sixth. Somehow got a fourth-rounder out of it, which is a position – that, you know, in the draft, you can get a legitimate NFL starter. You know, he did this with Sam. I uh, got the two and the four, or two and the five, when they had no leverage with Sam. Everyone knew they were taking Zach Wilson. Jamal, he got two ones and a three, which still makes no sense. Not sure how he was able to pull that off. Even Leonard Williams, a three and a four for a guy that 
was going to clearly walk and wasn't as productive as he was last year. Although Leonard's had a really good time in New York, you know, with the Giants. So again, 53-man roster is pretty much set. A lot of things are going to change over the next 24 hours with waiver claims. The Jets are number two. Be on the lookout for what they do by four o'clock tomorrow. And then um, Friday's pod, we'll get into a real in-depth analysis of quarterback room, running back room, offensive line, the whole offensive side of the ball. Start to kind of key guys out that you want to, you know, want to look for. Um, and then next week we'll, we'll get into the defense and, you know, overall season predictions before uh, the season kicks off again, huge guests coming up, you know, anyone you can think of basically on NFL network, ESPN, um, you know, and, and so on and so forth. will be coming on the show. So, um, you know, stay tuned for that. And, um, you know, we'll talk to you guys uh, on Friday.